This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Bass Kayak and Beer segment on the Paddle and Pin Network. It's your host, Armando Solan. And on this segment, we kick back with a special guest and talk about life, kayak fishing, and the pursuit of big bass. So get your cold brews on and enjoy the show. Welcome once again, everyone, to the Bass Kayak and Beers Network. As always, it's your host, host Armando. I came out wrong. Uh, special guest for the day is Brad Hicks from the final cast. Brad, how are you today, man? Good, man. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Before we start, I almost forgot a uh, shout-out to Douglas Outdoors Rods for um, sponsoring the show. Go check them out, douglasoutdoors.com, to find the nearest dealer. The LRS lineup and the X-Matrix lineup, great rods. Highly recommend them. Anyways, so we got Brad, like I said. What was you going to say, Brad? I noticed you. I was just going to say those Douglas rods are sweet. I used Brian's when I went over there in August. In Dale Hollow? No, uh, I I visited Brian uh, in Chicago in August to buy my kayak. And uh, I I saw his Douglas rod. I I was like, let me uh, use one of those. He's like, all right, here you go. I had Bailey Eichbred on my show, and we were talking about rods. And I wasn't trying to promote Douglas Rod because at that point I hadn't used them. But and I even said disclaimer, you know, we're going to talk about rods. Bailey is a Douglas guy, so he'll probably mention Douglas Rod, which is fine. But mm-hmm. this applies to general, you know, rule of thumb kind of thing when looking for rods. So after we ended the recordings, I started asking about Douglas Rods and. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'll check them out, and and I did, um, and they're pretty sweet rods. I like them. Yeah, I like them. I do too. Um, they're the quality is there, especially you can see the line guides. I love it, man. Clean look and uh, super. 
I haven't missed a fish on it. And I, I know that sounds kind of funny. And I'm, we're starting off talking about that kind of good dimension. This is for those out there listening. This is not a promotion for Douglas Rod. We're just having a conversation. <laughs> we're originally going to talk about whatever today. We, we're going to wing it. Um, so anyways, I, I, that's one thing that I like to make an episode at some point is on rods. Cause the man, I, I was one of, and I've mentioned it before, probably a ton. And if you listen to the show, you're probably tired of me saying it, but I, I was one of those guys where I was like, Oh no, you know, the reel with all the components, you know, if I'm going to spend my lion's share of the budget, it's going to go to the reel and then whatever's left off, I'll buy a $50 rod. And I've learned, um, with using high-end rods that you there's you've got to find a middle ground yeah i agree it's uh it makes a whole lot of difference um yep so anyways brad how you doing man pretty good awesome man. been uh i don't know like not that busy i mean yeah we, we've been busy with work we're booked until next august for work so <laughs> what are you doing you just recently switched jobs or companies right no, I'm. I actually work for a uh, remodeling company right now. It's me, my boss, and another guy that oh, I work okay, with. Cool. Nice, yeah. nice, awesome. How long have you been doing that? Um, on and off since 2004, something like that. But you I've like been it? with my current boss uh, for over 10 years. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. Cool. I think that's great. It's like just the three of you. You know, you don't yeah. have like corporate America kind of thing. Corporate yeah. in general. You didn't say yeah. corporate, just corporate in general. Um, it's just I've done that for God, 28 years, and it's <laughs> crushed my soul. But thankfully, I'm out of that for now. Yeah. So um, awesome, man. So Brad Higgs is the host of the final cast. I always want to say the last cast. Every time I'm gonna reference, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, why do I keep saying the last cast? It's the final oh, cast. Almost the same thing. Almost, right? Last cast, yeah. final cast. Yeah, it is synonymous. So uh, for those that don't know and haven't listened to your show, when does your show air, Brad? And uh, what, do you, what is your show about? It's over here on the Paddle and Fit Network, for those who don't know. Product review. We bring on uh, people from across the industry to talk about their products, big or small, like we've had Z-Man on. And then I've had... That was a great episode. Yeah. I've had him on, uh, Glenn Twice, on right? a couple right? times. Yeah. yeah. Both and then we'll talk to local, um, like custom lure makers. We just had a guy from my hometown here. He uh, custom makes crankbaits, carves them by hand. Oh, uh, witty completely, out. yeah, witty outdoors, completely episode. carved by hand out of a composite material. They're impressive. Yeah, they're not cheap though, but they're no. really impressive. Right. Yeah, shout out to that guy because I like the the fact that he takes like <clears throat> that approach of an artist, mm-hmm. kind of like artist before an angler mentality. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, you want the bait to look good, but at the same time, you want <laughs> to catch bait. It's not like you're making it work of useless yeah. piece of art. Um, but um, haven't tried them, but they look juicy, man. They look nice. Uh, I'm and supposed I'm... to I'm supposed to be picking up one of his baits. I just haven't gotten over there yet. Uh, I want to throw it on the river. <laughs> it's his uh. He called it the minus one wake bait. Yeah. I want to try it so bad. And so. it's it's not made out of balsa. It's made out of another material, he said. I remember, right? Yeah, it's some composite. I can't remember exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a good yeah. episode. That was a fun one, yeah. 
Yeah, I like the conversation you guys had. Um, the chemistry in that episode was pretty cool. The Seaman was pretty good, man. That episode was <laughs> both of them. Well, we we when you have Glenn Glenn Young on, you don't talk. You shut up and you let yeah. him talk. <laughs> I know, and that. that's what makes it good, man. Because he he's like so thorough and thorough, and he knows him knows his stuff, man. And it's and it's interesting. Yeah, I can soak I, it in. That's what I enjoyed about it. The the guy's not just he's not like a corporate mentality guy that mm-hmm. happens to work for a fishing company. He's like the fisherman first, and then. Um, that he made, I, I'm not going to say he, I agree with everything he said. I remember when he was talking about the whole barbed wire thing that he said, like, well, if you don't, if you lose the fish, it's not because of a bad, uh, barbed wire. It's because, uh, you don't have a barbed wire on it. It's because, um, bad hook set. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Bad, like a barbed wire is, um, I'm I saying that right? Barbed wire, not barbed wire. Um, it was it was that was on the Ned Rig episode, right? Yeah, I think so. He he might have been talking about trout down there. Yeah, yeah. Fishing. He was. We, we were talking a little bit about that about um, keeping the safe um, safety for fish. Can't remember what it was, but kind of having that ecological mentality. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. That little barb. Um, I, I I got what he was saying, but still, like, you, you kind of want that on on your hook. Um, yeah. you're talking about fish safety that some people say like, no, I don't, um, want that little bar on it, which is fine. I mean, yeah, I know some States, like when you're fishing for trout, I think my yeah. uncle told me in California, you can't, you can't have barbs on your hooks. Yeah. So it, it's not so like that here. That. What's that? In Albuquerque, there's a, a park cause there's not a lot of lakes, but there's a park. I saw it on one of the, I think it was on uh, John B's, um, what is it never stop tour something like that they stopped yeah. someplace in albuquerque and the same thing there was like two or three game wardens over there and they actually had him like either change the hook or we'll snap the barb from it like they huh. will come with pliers and fix your hook so they'll like i don't know cut or bend the barb i'm like that's wow that's strict, man <laughs> that See, strict. The, the the joys of fishing the river in ohio out of the eight years i've fished i've only seen a game warden once Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, people are always, you know, they're out there throwing trash, fishing without a license and stuff. I don't do that, but I see guy other guys doing that. There needs to be guys out there patrolling, but they don't. I don't know why. I've never um, uh, <laughs> encountered a, a game warden. I have seen, which I'm really glad. I do see a lot of times of... Um, uh, what do you call them? Um, biologists, marine biologists, checking the health of the lakes, and that's pretty cool. I actually saw them. We were at Wheeler Lake with Dustin, um, and we were wondering because we saw a bunch of bubbles, and it was freaking, um, not not freaking uh, Dustin out in the sense that he was scared. He was just like <laughs> tripping him out, like, "What is that? What is all that?" Like we couldn't figure it out. It's like, "What is that?" And there were um, two marine biologists. Um, we were like at 30 feet, just um, scuba diving, checking, checking for really. Sea yeah, and I was like, that's pretty- <laughs> I've seen him twice. You guys should have uh, tried to uh, find him on your sonar. <laughs> I did. I did find him on my sonar. Justin was just leaving. That's I was awesome. like, I'll go check it out because I was going to still hang out and fish because I hadn't caught anything. And 
I was like, damn, man, I got to catch something before I leave. Dustin had a five-hour drive. It's only an hour drive for me. So I was like, nah, I'll stick around. I didn't did get they, anything. No. Did the person show up as a big arch? Yeah. <laughs> it was a, It was like, <laughs> I guess she was really close to the bottom. It was a lady. Um, <laughs> uh, two, there were two of them. And it was just like some big... I didn't. I didn't have. I. I had him on the fish finder, not setting, not the um, structure. The down imaging. Down imaging. I didn't have him yeah. down. I should have put him down imaging. That was probably yeah. cool. That is cool, huh? Yeah. So, anyways, nice uh, lake over there, Wheeler Lake. It's a reservoir, small little reservoir, kind of like a huge pond more than anything. Yeah. Sherkar Basin is always fishing that spot, and she catches yeah. huge bass, man. Probably bigger than most of our lakes in Ohio, though. <laughs> you don't. What do you mean you don't have big? You don't have big lakes in Ohio? Not really. Uh, the most popular lake around here is like eight hundred acres. It's pretty really? small. Yeah. We what got some fishing? big lakes, but I mean, there's there's maybe two big ones, but for the most what part, what type of what is the most popular fish to fish over there in Ohio? Is it smallmouth? Uh, I, I'd say so. It's probably smallmouth or largemouth. I'm guessing musky is starting to come up, uh, uh, make a upcoming here. Uh, they're starting to, um, stock lakes in this area with musky. So I, the only musky I ever caught was on a lake that I don't ever fish. And that's supposed to be the best musky lake in the area. Lake Erie is part of uh, Ohio, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. That's uh other end of the state from me, so that's like a four hour drive. So you live closer to Columbus? I actually live near Cincinnati. Oh, cool. Yep. Cincinnati. In between Columbus and Cincinnati. The only thing I know about Cincinnati is that God, and I'm seeing how old I am, but um that old uh uh sitcom that they had, uh WKRP Cincinnati. Oh that was uh, show was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. But... No, I don't think you. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, Brad. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. God. I yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, in the paddle and fin. I think Dustin is the oldest one, and then I'm second oldest one. Yeah. Uh, I think so. And then, uh, who's the youngest? Probably JP. JP or Saulo. Um, I think they're around the same age. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. I can't remember. We were talking about it on the on that episode. Anyway, anyways, but I, not on that episode on our chat room. Yeah, I think it was JP Saulo and and I think Susie was the other. Ryan. Oh, Ryan is the youngest one, I think. Yeah, he's yeah, like thirty. He's thirty. Thirty? Yeah, I think yeah. Ryan was the youngest one. He just looks old. <laughs> <laughs> All that vaping. <laughs> kidding. Ryan, we love you, man. So Brad, how long have you been doing the um, the uh, the final cast? Again, I was going to say the last cast. I don't know why. I think it's almost going on a year. I think I switched over last October or November. Do you like uh, it? You yeah, do- I I like it a lot better. Uh, I was doing the tournament segment before Dan and uh, Jimmy started doing it, and uh, I, I'm just not a real a real big tournament guy. Yeah, so I know. I, That's what I was weird. I couldn't relate to the anglers, so I felt weird asking them questions. But talking to people in the industry about gear and stuff, I like gear. It, it, it's it's a lot easier. 
than doing tournament recap for me. So yeah, I enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, and that's what I love of what we have going on in Paddle and Finn. Um, for uh, that we have like something for everyone, you know, the gear um, reviews, the um, product reviews, the um, tournament scene, and you got the OG show with Brian, which is kind of like, eh, not <laughs> man. I I love that's that's what got me into Paddle and Finn. Brian's show, of course, because yeah. that was the only show, but. Every I think it was every Tuesday he come up with a show. I, I waited every Tuesday. I was I got so excited. I was like, man, there's a new episode today. This is gonna be cool. And uh, yeah, they, they don't have the original music on their episode anymore. I miss that because I think the original music was awesome on his episode, and that was actually written by the Godfather. Oh yeah, copyrights and friction now. That's why we don't have it. No, no. What happened to the Godfather? I keep hearing the Godfather, the Godfather. What happened to the Godfather? Go- I don't know. Did he disappear? I still got episodes to uh, (laughs) catch up on from like 2018. I've listened to like most of the episodes that we've released. But you're really a big podcast guy, right? Like you love listening to podcasts. As long as it's about kayak fishing. Oh yeah. Any other podcast, I don't care. Like everybody raves, rants, and raves about Joe Rogan. I don't care about him. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) You know, I understand it, but I've tried to watch it. I think sometimes, and I say this with total respect to Joe Rogan, because um, obviously he's great. You know, he's the you know the benchmark for everybody that does the podcast as far as popularity. But yeah. sometimes I think they just stoned out out of their mind. They don't like the this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are like five hours long. I'm yeah, like, I am not listening to this. Yeah, and some of them is just like, and there's some again. There's some that are great. I think Joe Rogan's personality is what makes it great. Some of them just talk about stuff. They're like, yeah, this is this is I don't know, this is BS. Like I don't, it's <laughs> yeah. making up stuff up. But well, um, most of his guests too, I've never even heard of. So yeah. I'm just like, it's not interesting. The conspiracy <laughs> theories one of the ones that is like, yeah, I'm the. Oh yeah. Some yeah. of them are like way out there, but yeah. I mean. Heck, he's doing something right. I don't know if yeah. that says a lot about our society. <laughs> the fact it's the most popular one. Yeah. But it's entertaining. It is entertaining. My it wife is. loves podcasts. That's the one she got me into podcasts. As far as when I wanted to learn fishing, more kayak fishing and bass fishing, because I don't come from that bass fishing culture. So I was like YouTube, um, Gene Jensen's my favorite one as far as mm-hmm. learning Um um, I watch some of them from just entertainment. I, I respect John B. Uh, mm-hmm. for for what he's done, not necessarily with the Google Squad, just him by himself. Like he, to me, he's just the best. And I've said it before on the show, the best editing out there is. Oh, dude, what he's doing. he he's like he he could be like a a movie pro or something. Yeah, I don't even know what to call it, but yeah, it might he, be he how to put together. Hires. Yeah, it might be the guy he hires. Maybe he just pays the guy. I don't know. I'm just saying in general, whoever's responsible for it does a great job of editing. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever it is, whether it's him or his camera guy or whoever he pays for editing, if there is such a person. But yeah, but um, but then I wanted to like, man, you know, when I can't be on my phone because I'm work um, or driving, you know, I can't watch a YouTube then. But mm-hmm. when my wife got me to, you should do podcasts. You should listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there is such a thing as podcasts. I forgot about that. That's what she listened to all the time. <laughs> the uh, I was listening to him today, and I finally got caught up. I was like four episodes behind. To who, with who? 
Uh, just a couple pat on fins over the weekend, oh, okay. and then uh, I, I was just listening to the national championship uh, um, on Dark Waters and uh, finished all that up. So then I was like, well, I can't listen to anything, any more kayak fishing stuff. So I switch over to uh, Fox Sports Radio, which is my other thing I listen to. I love Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick and uh, Colin Cowherd and Doug Gottlieb. Uh, Rich Eisen, he's not on there anymore, but dude, oh, I, Rich I love great. I love all of them. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> it's it's crazy the amount of talent that ESPN just lets go as soon as I one know. of them becomes popular, um, they just let him go. Like Dan Patrick was awesome, and they mm -hmm. just let him go. They didn't they didn't pay him. He he kind of went out the back door. Um, Colin Hurd, Colin Hurd, that's his name. I wasn't yeah, big Colin fan. Cowherd. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of him, but same he got thing. kicked so, off. Of yeah, ESPN for something he said, and it was funny because I was listening to the, his segment that day it happened, and then a couple days later he's not on the air. I was like, "What, what did happened? he say?" It was something about uh, I don't know. You'll have to Google it. It, it was something about like feminist, racial, people, or no, something. <laughs> it's kind of racial. Like it's something about. People in a certain area are smarter than people in another area, and uh, I don't know. It's retarded, but he he gets I, a little political in his sports talk. But yeah, I I wasn't a big fan. I'm not a big fan of his show. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't mind him going. Scott Van Pelt, though, I think yeah. he's, I didn't see that one coming. Now that he has his own show, good Scott Van Pelt is the best they've had. Yeah, Scott Van yeah. Pelt is by far since Dan Patrick. He's the best they've had. He's awesome. Ah, he's, uh, he's... I've completely stopped listening to ESPN Radio though. Like I haven't listened to it in four years. They got rid I... of every single person yeah. I liked. Yeah, I'm. Um, I I was big on Mike and Mike, and when they Mike and Mike ended, I was like, nah. Yeah. No. Um, they had this other guy. I forgot his name. And now Stephen A. Smith runs that uh, set, uh, that time frame, but they had another guy, Dan uh, Levitard. No, it wasn't Dan Levitard. I think he. <laughs> I don't uh, like that guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, was one of the, didn't he play? What is it? The brothers that play f quarterback. Was it one of them? I can't remember. But I thought he had a good show, and for whatever reason, it's not there anymore. Huh. Um. Now they have Stephen A. Smith, which yeah. I, I can I I just get I like it. I like I don't mind the big personality as long mm -hmm. as you're saying factual things or you're making sense. But when you're yeah. like uh, and that's what I hated, and I'm glad they got rid of um Skip Bayless because it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm just saying something so people talk about me. Just like you're yeah. you're an yeah. idiot. I have totally no respect for you. Not that he would care about me. <laughs> what my opinion is, but totally not respect. Well, he's going to be like, don't listen to Pat on Finn. Yeah. <laughs> he could probably give us more views. <laughs> more listeners. That's funny. Um, but yeah, man, that's, I think Scum Van Pelp is the best one they got right now. Cool, man. Cool. So what got you, what decided, you talked to me about this. You used to have another podcast. Was it Yak Tactics or was that Ryan that had that one no. no, Ryan had his own uh, bass fishing no. for tubes. You had the Legion, right? Yeah, I, I was. I helped my buddy Zach Carell start Yak Legion podcast. Exactly, that's what it was. Yeah, a year and a half ago, I think something like that. Man, yeah. it's been that long already. Yeah, he's still doing it, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 
I I listen to all his stuff too. Comes out every Monday, I believe. But there's, and I guess I was one of them when they came out. When I started listening to Kai, uh, when I got into doing the podcast and thought, man, I want to start doing podcasts. There was pretty much KBN, Paddle and Finn, Josh Smith, like mm-hmm. dedicated to kayak fishing. Um, and that's what I started. Mine was Cold Bass Kayak and Beers, which is the name of this segment now. Um, and that was pretty much the the ones that we had. Now we have a bunch, and I think it's great. I mean, and that's one thing that I appreciate about Brian. He's never like, oh, you know, competitiveness or no, it's in that, you know, that mentality of everybody, you know. Yeah. Body gets better, the the community and the eastern industry gets better. We yeah, we're we're not competitive at all at, no. at all. And it's funny when people like try to tr- they they they'll post stuff and say say stuff like you guys are not competitive with other people. No. Oh. What's the point? None of us are getting paid. It don't matter. We're just doing yeah. it because we love it. If yeah. I wasn't doing the podcast, you know what I would be doing right now? I'd be sitting on my phone in the living room or playing a video game. Yeah. I'd rather be doing this, honestly. Yeah. That's just me. The reason why I got into more podcasts, and I've always and I kind of said this when you look at this this guys that are, you know, hammers, quote unquote hammers in the bass kayak and the bass industry, it's all from that bass fishing culture, you know. Um Russ Snyder's, um Mark uh, uh Matthew Conant. Um, Derek Brundle, all these guys that just grew up, even Jackson or um, in kind of like the new wave of kayak bass fishermen and Cody Milton, they all come from that bass DNA, you know, meaning their generations, third, second, third generation of bass fishermen. Um, so it's kind of like you're surrounded, you're in a bubble where all that information, you're privileged to all this information. For, for like me, it was like I didn't pick up bass fishing until like five years ago. Kayak fishing, I picked it up three or four, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I want to get better at it. Not necessarily to compete, but in order to me enjoy it. Instead of catching like maybe one fish a month, <laughs> I want to try, you know, trying to consistently put up five fish every time that I go out. Yeah. And to me, it was like, well, I'm not, I'm not privileged to all this information that every all these guys are because I'm not in that group. So what do I make up? Why do I make up a cop podcast? Invite those people to come in because fishermen love to tell fishermen stories. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody. I, I, there hasn't been a single kayak fisherman out there that haven't talked to says you want to come to the show and they say no, I'm not interested. All of them. Well, not that's not true. There's been a couple, two or three, but that's more because they're like social media personalities and whatever. <laughs> but like the tournament anglers that 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 love kayak fishing, they don't they don't do it for the social media aspect of it, the popularity aspect. They just do it because they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, they love to talk about kayak fishing, man. You can't get them to shut up. <laughs> yeah, and that's I love it too. yeah, no, and that's that's the best thing about it, man. Just kind of like being able to pick brains of some of the best anglers out there it has helped my game a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Listening to, like, even Ryan's show today about the crankbaits with uh, Craig Dye. That was a good show. I have to listen to that one. Someone, I think, you commented on the, mm-hmm. on a, that it was a good show. I have to check it out. Yeah, it was a good show. I liked it. Do you consider yourself coming from that bass fishing culture? Like, do you see your parents, grandparents? Used to um, that? My dad. Oh, uh, 
before my dad, I don't think anybody in my family fished. But you, he taught you fishing and all that. That's how you came up to. Yeah, I believe I last time I was on your show, I, we talked about it. Remember that was uh, a Man. period in time where we went ten years without fishing, and then I moved out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that we had that in common. We were talking about that. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been like nonstop ever since I, I move out. I started fishing, and then for the last eight years, it's just been like I've been addicted. <clears throat> It's cool, man, and it's cool to see like it rubs in on on some of your friends. Like right now, I have one friend that used to do kayak fishing, and we we're actually um, uh, uh, on a boat today fishing because he got rid of his kayak and bought a, actually like a fourteen foot long boat. Um, but I like I have no one around me that really loves fishing other than him. Kayak fishing, I'm pretty much the only one. So I was like, man, I struggled. But I seen some of my friends that are listening to my podcast. They're like, like, hey, man, can you take us fishing with you? And now that I have a bunch of them, they're just like addicted to kayak, to bass fishing. You're going to need to get another Hobie. I know, right? I want to get, I want to <laughs> say it's for my wife. I keep saying that. I tell my wife, I'm going to get you another <laughs> Hobie to spend time together. It's really you, just you need to get, you need to get yourself a pro angler and give her the. I know that that's my plan. <laughs> I want the pro angler 360, man. Oh, man. I love yeah, that. that'd be. I'm allowed to say this now. I'm a free agent. I, I oh, would yeah, love a, I'd love a Hobie. <laughs> Not going to lie. But, I mean, would it work on you? What type of uh, – because you, I know you're a river fisherman. Um, right? in, in some spots it would, but I couldn't do floats. Um, that being said, I would probably use that as a tournament lake boat and then have my river boat still. I saw – um christian fisher made a video um when, right when the pandemic started she moved um him i think aj and somebody a couple other guys um girls moved up like i don't know where and they made a video of uh using hobie this 360 drive and mm -hmm. the flip um flip um kick up fins kick, kick up fins that's what i'm the word i'm looking for thank you about how good they are on rivers Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that was interesting. I mean, I almost got sold on it. The only thing out to me is that the transducer on the bottom. It's like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I don't well, know. it has that guardian plate that lifts yeah. up and down, right? Yeah. But I, I thought about the kick-up fins once. What if you're going down the river sideways? Yeah. Those kick-up fins don't work then. Not unless you have the 360, because then you can just yeah. turn, you know, and then right. the fins. All, all you have the kick-up fins like you – pretty much have one foot forward one foot back and then the kick up fins kick forward yeah that's I, the reason i didn't get an outback yeah i was looking at one but a lot of people around here they fish out of an outback on the river and they say it's a fantastic river boat but i don't know i've never tried it on a river board boat uh as on a river you know on a shallow river because mm -hmm. uh, depending where you go there's some big wide rivers here mm -hmm. I'm not much of a river fisherman, but there are some. I'm, oh, that's that's on my bucket list. Oh, not my bucket list, but that's the plan for this next season. I want to do more um, river fishing. I think you'll like it. it. It's an adventure, man. Not only are you fishing, but you're you're actually like exploring stuff that you wouldn't normally see. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man, it, it's pretty awesome. To me, I've gotten tired of just doing the not tired. But I'm now at the point where I don't want to do the – but because one thing about 
Texas, is, there's only one natural lake, which is actually part of uh, Texas and Louisiana, which is Cattle Lake. The rest are just reservoirs, um, which is great. But there's one, you know, you throw a stone in any direction, you'll hit two or three, <laughs> you know, bass yeah. factories. So, yeah. but a lot of them are just in the Metroplex. So to drive out to out of the kind of like the outskirts of the city, you have to drive at least an hour. But to me, those are the best spots, man. Oh, yeah. The but, best um, yeah, like the I, like I said, what draws me to the river is like the adventure and uh, trying new stretches. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, so I've had this goal of floating my whole local river in its entirety, and right now I have over seventy miles floated, and I believe it's a hundred and something, sixty something miles maybe, and I got seventy miles floated. This year alone, I've probably hit eighteen miles, which isn't a lot, but you know, well, it's over 18, actually. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, over 70 miles of my river completed. And it's 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 awesome. I love doing that. I love hitting the new stretches more than I love hitting the old stretches because yeah. I don't know what's coming. You know what I mean? It's just like it's that's the thrill. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Just kind of like new new ventures and new new waters is super exciting like to yeah. me i like to like go to a place kind of yeah. feel like i conquered like maybe it'll probably take me two or three times before i figure out the bite mm -hmm. and say okay now i've you know feel like i've conquered before i move to another body but yeah definitely learning new new bodies of water and kind of mm -hmm. like seeing going through the unexpected is i'd say half the excitement yeah and it's it's funny because not only have I fished uh, my river this year, I, I've hit the river up where Brian lives. I've hit mm. the White River in Indiana, and I've done well at all of these rivers. And I'm like, man, I look back at it, I'm like, man, that's freaking awesome. I'm getting goosebumps right now because, like, <laughs> like Brian's river in Chicago was awesome, man. I mean, we, we nailed, like, a bunch of 17 and 18s that night. Smallmouth? Yeah. Damn. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> that was the last time you went out to fish with Brian? Yeah, back in August. Cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. I got to go. I haven't fished out of Texas pretty much. Let me see. Is that true? Yeah, that's pretty much for bass fishing, though. Mm -hmm. Bass fishing, I haven't fished out of Texas. But then again, when I... You kind of get spoiled here too, you know. Yeah. With yeah, with you, these size of fish, you don't need to mom. go anywhere else. Yeah, pretty much. If you lived I mean, in Ohio, you'd be like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> I was, I couldn't make it. You and I couldn't make it to Dale Hollow. Well, you could have made it to Dale Hollow. I'm yeah. sure they're. I'm sure they're kind of upset at more at you than I could. I I have more yeah. valid <laughs> excuse. If they're upset about that, they need to get over it. I think they're upset that you didn't go and you were <laughs> killing it on your local <laughs> river while everybody was just stunking it up in, Man, in Del Hollow. I there was a bunch way. of reasons like I didn't go. I got home and I was just like, you know what? I, it's not worth it. Just just to go one day and then drive back. I was like, it's not worth it. So it's whatever. You're going to be so, more driving than you were going to be in the water. Yeah, pretty much, but I know, I know they're going to be listening to this, so if you guys, you know, you're listening to this, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man, we are so much getting in trouble with this guy. Sorry, booty hurt. Hashtag it. Man, I'm sure the guys got fun. I wish I would have been able to go, but um, I'm sure they have fun, even though they didn't catch anything. Cause yeah, I mean, if I if I could have gotten Thursday Friday off, man, I would I would have been down there in a heartbeat. But yeah, I, I bet it was fun. Shout out to Dustin. He's the real trooper. He had a 14-hour drive. He yeah. literally spent twice as m- many hours on the car than he did at at Dale Hollow. Literally. 14-hour drive going, 14-hour drive coming to spend a few hours fishing. Like, yeah, I think he was there a couple days. No, nah, I thought he was leaving on – like, he got there late. No, he got there like – I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I want to say know, he there, I want to say he got there on Saturday early morning, and then left on. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, shout out to Dustin, man. He's a stupid. He's a team player. Yeah, we love you, Dustin. Dudu, making I, us. I look find, up. yeah, I find myself getting his uh, intro music uh, to his segment stuck in my head. Oh yeah. That's his buddy's band, and I, I love that song. I'm like, dude, that's a good tune, man. <laughs> Dustin is the coolest. Have you met Dustin in person? No. Yeah, that's um coolest dude. I got a chance to fish with him finally, meet him in person. The day we did the um, Paddle and Fin takeover on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You were fishing that day, and you were slaying it that day, too, I think. I you don't were, know. I thought you I thought you were fishing that day. Posted some pictures, too. Um, coolest dude. Coolest dude you'll ever meet. If anybody gets a chance, it's really popular here in Texas. Yeah, I've been in the local trails that I fished, which it's not even close to where Dustin is. They know Dustin. They're like, "Yeah, doo doo, you got doo doo on your show." I'm like, "Oh, you know, <laughs> that's <Everybody>. awesome." <laughs> cool cat, cool cat here in Texas, man. Yep, awesome. So, what's your favorite um, favorite uh, lure? Let's talk a little bit kayak fishing now. Oh. Favorite lure, like a, I don't know, man, I don't know. I I, I throw the TRD a lot. TR, TRD? Yeah, he... I've thrown that a lot over the last year and a half. So. I, the, the net rig, you mean? Like the, uh, the yeah. net rig? Yeah. I switched to, I saw this video on, um, I love the net rig. I saw this video on uh first one that I saw who made it was um uh Fluke Master, Gene Jensen. Then I saw Wire to Cast, I think is the name of it. Wire to Fish. Mm-hmm. They made another one. Gene Jensen called it the Forgotten Red Rig. Um I think um if you look on the wire wire to fish. I think I saw that. It's called the what do they call it? The kids' rig. Anyways, it's basically a wheatless net rig. And I've stopped using the net rig in favor of that. And it's worked as good or even better than the net rig. And I use it with the TRDs a lot, which is for those who don't know, go check them out. Just go go to Gene Jensen and um and look uh, on Fluke Master and go check out the Forgotten Rig. I think it's the title of the video. And it's yeah. just basically the you get the TRD. Um, and you put like a like a weight on the bottom, like a neko rig you would, mm-hmm. and then you rig it up with a Texas rig from on one end, 
and the weight on the other end and just cast it out. So it's going to stand up like a net rig, like mm -hmm. a net rig would, but um, the hook is going to be on the upper side, Texas rig. So it's going to be weightless. And that's the same uh. thing. I, I would figure you try that on a river because with the river, how many times do you get snag when you have a net rig though? Not, not much. I mean, you will, but not as much as you would in a lake where there's a bunch of sticks yeah. and stuff, you know. Because in a river, in a river, you don't have very many laydowns or sticks or anything. So it all gets washed downstream. If you see like uh, bridges, you'll see a bunch of log jams. That's where they usually end up. Yeah. But if I'm getting stuck, it's usually in between like two big pieces of concrete, like down in the crack of them or something stupid. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I switched. I still use the net rig every once in a while, but whenever I see like structure down there, that's what I've been throwing. It works just as good yeah. as it, even better. Now, I will say if I'm on a lake and there's grass, I'm throwing a Texas rig worm. Yeah. And I'm just jerking it right through that, right through those weeds. I love doing that. It's so much fun. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this is you did the seaman, um, um, uh, episode twice now a jackhammer worth it um i've actually caught my better fish on a project z but our water in ohio is dirtier mm -hmm. and that project z chatterbait has a bigger profile so i think that has something to do with it that's still semen right yeah project oh yeah 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 i actually have one of those it's the 799 version yeah but, yeah, because that's the other thing. Z-Man has a bunch of chatterbaits. They have the original chatterbait. They have like three or four mm, chatterbaits. I'm like, I didn't even notice. There's that. like twelve, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have that the one the one you're talking about is the one that has like a wobble head, right? No, that's the CFL. Yeah, the, that's the, that's the Project Z. Is it, it's it, it just has different components than the jackhammer, and it's bigger profile. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, then I have the CFL. I have the, the, the original challenge made the CFL, which is kind of like a wobble head, mm -hmm. which I haven't really caught many uh, with it. I don't think I've caught any of them with it. Um, and then I have, and then the jackhammer, yeah. which like I, like, uh, who was I telling? I think I told, I told Josh that, the, like, I'm a, I forgot the <laughs> I can't say the word that I said. But anyways, it's one of those things where it's like I don't want to love the jackhammer just because it's so expensive. Like I want to hate the jackhammer. I want yeah. I want something to catch as m as many fish as I can catch with a jackhammer that's not as expensive as jackhammer because to me it's way too expensive for a chatterbait, well, a glorified chatterbait. You want to hear something crazy? You think the jackhammer is expensive? I used a bait over the weekend called a Labina Lures Rico, and it's a popper. $25 uh -huh. popper. $25 popper? Yes. What is it made out of? What is, what's so special about it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Let me Google it. Thing, what's, the, what's the name of it? Labina Lures Rico. Albi Albino Lures? Labino. 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 Uh, oh, so it's are they Mexican? I don't know. I guess. Labina Lures? They make a bigger one, they make a smaller one, and then something else, I think. But Oh, yeah, yeah, the Lobino. I used it for the first time this weekend. I'm like, man, that was sweet. I had to go buy me one because it was my buddy's. He let me borrow it. 
And he kills like nobody's using him around here. So it's it's like you well, throw it, of, you're gonna get hit. Everybody's right. using whopper plobbers still. By the way, I say Mexicans because that's the name. Don't please those that are very sensitive about this, I'm just saying the Mexicans, that's the Mexican word or the Spanish word for bass. <laughs> so calm down, everybody. Not trying to be I'm Latino, so I can say it. <laughs> I don't want anybody to go out there. Oh, he's that mix. That's that's the word they use. That's fine. So, Lovina, yeah, I'm looking at it. Why twenty five dollars for a popper? That's what I don't get. What is so special about it? The rattling? The I don't know, man. I just does it work better than any other popper? I don't know. That's the first popper I ever used. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think but, I could. I can. Like, there's baits out there that I can see, okay, because of the dynamics of the bait. Like, Mega Bass jerk bait to me is, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's overly priced. Super expensive. But damn it, that, that's the best jerk. I don't care what anybody says. Mega Bass jerk baits to me are the best jerk baits out there. They are just a fish magnet. They are great. The components are great the way they make them, and I'm not going to go into details because I'm going to look like a fool because I don't know anything about it. But they cast great, cast, cast a lot better than the Rapala, in my opinion. Um, and they stayed suspended. Their hooks are one of the one of those uh, lures that you really don't have to change the hooks on them. Mm. Their hooks are amazing. They're kind of bent in. Mm. I, I Rapa, I mean not Rapala. Bass, uh, Mega Bass, to me, I'm not going to say they're overpriced. I'm just going to say they're worth it. Because, mm-hmm. they're yes, they're $25.99, so it's what, $26 bucks plus tax. But, God, those are great jerk baits. But, I mean, a popper is like a popper. It just floats. Uh, like- there's a guy in my local area. He does, he runs the Tackle Talk podcast. Yeah. Uh, he had the oh, owner, the I think, of Labina Lures on his show. So. Oh, yeah. I, saw, I heard that one. Yeah. yeah. They might talk yeah. about it. But you, you mentioned jerkbaits. I was just looking at some jerkbaits today. I didn't know which one I wanted to buy. I was looking at Lucky Craft pointers. Uh, somebody told me to check out Mega Bass, so I'll probably look at those. Um, somebody said KVD, but I have one of those already. So. Good. And Rapala is good too, but dude, Mega Bass, man. I don't know. They have, they have one that's kind of like a shad color, like a little purple line, mm-hmm. blue, kind of like purple, and then a little ghost on yeah. the bottom. Dude, that thing is magnets. I love it. The mm-hmm. Rapala was my first one. No, actually, it wasn't the. I got my first Jack was. I think it was Strike Pro. It was on one of those mystery toggle box, mm-hmm. and that was a fish magnet. That that thing was a fish magnet as well. But then I tried the Mega Bass, and I ain't going back. That's the only one I. I still have the other ones because I still have them. But I'll throw the Mega Bass before anything else. Good to know. My my buddy said same thing. He said Mega Bass are good, but man, they're expensive. Yeah, expensive. And I don't. And I like I said, going back to the Jackhammer man, it's just. God, it just works, man. My best, mm-hmm. my top, oh, my top Ooh. two fish have come on a jerk bait. One was on deep ledges. Actually, that was after recording. I think it was after recording the episode with um, Dan Perry talking about deep ledges. Mm-hmm. I started using that uh, one and a quarter inch, um, one and a quarter inch, one and a quarter ounce jackhammer. Mm-hmm. Um, the 
black and blue, that heavy one, throw it out, let it sink, and then start rolling it from the bottom. I think it was cut it like at 17 feet. Dang. 20, 20 quarter. And then the other one, I caught it like at 12 feet, and that was using the three-quarter ounce kind of like, um, I don't know, it's kind of like white, um, dark green, and chartreuse. I forgot mm-hmm. the name. But it was a jackhammer, and it's, that was 20, um, almost 22 inches. So, man, they're great. And, and I've caught a bunch of them. They're just like small, even like sand bass, man. You know, sand bass. I'll catch a lot of sand bass on the, on the, on the really, um, on the quarter ounce. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's interesting. Ryan mentioned on his, not this episode, but the last week's episode that jackhammers don't come in a quarter ounce. And I think they do. I don't know. I thought three eighths was the smallest. Could be. Maybe it's three eighths. You're right. Could be three eighths. If they come in quarter ounce, I'm getting some because I can't get them the uh, smallmouth to bite on those on the river. Yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe three eighths. Yeah, I think it's three. He's right. Anyways, cool stuff, man. Yep. But I, you know, which one I tried um, this week, and I actually posted it on my Instagram. Um, shameless plug bass.kayak. dot and dot beers. If you want to check it out, um, Mega Bass again, and it's a little bit cheaper than the um, than the Jackhammer, and mm-hmm. it's 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 I think it's it's the quality of it um, is great. It's a little underspin. It's a swim jig underspin, so it mm-hmm. has the um, it's called the O. Ozzy Swimmer. They got some weird names. I can't pronounce them. <laughs> yeah. But I posted it. Um, it it is amazing. It has like four um keepers for their um trailers. Mm-hmm. And they it's the thing that I like about it, and I'm going really into detail about this, but the keepers are like facing the opposite way, right? So it holds the trailer, but instead of just having pointy wires. And that's what I love about it because you can tell they put the craftsmanship on it. They have little boy, ball points on the keepers. So it doesn't tear up the uh, your trailer. So mm-hmm. once you got them in, it'll hold them. And since it's a little uh, ball point, it doesn't tear them up. And it holds them really well. Like it's not going to slip out. It's not going to slip out. And then they have the blade. It's an underspin. Then they have the... The um the guards for the hook, and just the jig head itself, it's carved. You can see the gill gill plates. The yeah. eyes will stand out. Like you can see, you can tell the craftsmanship that went under those um swim jig heads underspin. That's the best. If anybody's out there listening, I go check them out. Um, caught an eighteen incher on pre fishing uh, for a tournament. Um, like in my second cast with that one. Mm. Um, I wasn't getting anything on the jackhammer, which was like, man, let me. So I was like, you know, let me try this. I just bought it. I think it's twelve ninety nine. So it's not, you know, it's not as expensive as the jackhammer, but it's still a little bit expensive. It's mega bass after all. But yeah. go check them out, man. <laughs> it is, it is the again Oz or Oz mm. swimmer. It's pretty cool. Mm. Oh man, what else? What else we got? I'm doing most of the talking. It's my show. You're hey. the host. You're the guest. It's not the other way around. So you have to do more talking. 
I don't know, man. You're supposed to be asking the questions. We're just <laughs> winging it. So we're doing the pre-recording. We're going to do a little Q&A section. It's kind of fun. You ready for it, man? Heck yeah, let's do it. Let's do it? Okay, so let's see. If humans came with a warning label, what would your warning label say? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Heck, I don't know. Jerk alert. I don't know. Like to throw a jerk bait, I'm assuming. <laughs> no. I, I'm man, that, that one's tough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this went downhill quickly. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's tough. I don't know, man. Warning label. Mm. Mm. Do people usually have trouble with this one? Uh, Brian did. I don't think he was in the mood that day to do a podcast, but <laughs> I listened to that episode actually. He yeah, like, I, man. You know, I, don't we, uh, I don't know. That was more of a feeling episode. I was like, man, that could episode could have been a lot better. <laughs> but it was get, still fun. Warning label will talk your head off about fishing. Cool. That's a good one. What did you rather have? Long nose hair or long ear hair? <laughs> um, probably nose hair. You can trim those. All right. But you can trim ear hair as well. I got both. So I, I don't get to choose. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, if you could take... I asked this one to Brian too. If you could take... A fictional character. Any fictional character you take fishing, who would you take? Fictional character to take fishing with me? It could be a cartoon. could be just fictional. Oh, man. TV show. Crap. Not your voices in your head, though. Something, <laughs> something people can relate to. Fictional character. Uh, trying to think of my favorite show. Or something, something like that. I don't even know. That one's tough, man. No, oh, man. You, you need you need to give me these questions beforehand. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be so fun. All right, that's right. That's this true. is this is this is better. Um, this is the hot seat. Yeah. Have you ever had anything waxed? If so, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wear a heart. Wear a monitor that beeps when you're lying or beeps when you're attracted to someone. Wear a monitor. Attracted to someone, probably. Really? All right. I I, I don't lie, man. That's why you should wear the one that's <laughs> okay. Cool. Um. What's been your this can't be happening moment on the water? That one day that you're like, eh, this cannot be happening to me. I've had way too many of those, but what's Dude, your... that was easy, right? Man, it, it seems like every time I'm on the, the water, I get the stupid wind knots in my braid and then I'm gonna have to pull out the whole, the whole reel. And then I'll gently have to undo these knots all while going down current. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This happens every trip. That's the worst one. Oh dude, I hate it. All right. It's yeah. I mean, you're you're just wasting time at that point. It takes like 20 minutes. 
You really? Know? Well, how bad is that bird's nest that you made? Like to me, that's the easiest one. Braid. Well, it's just like out. a wind. It's just like a wind knot in spinning gear. If you've ever seen one of those. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I hate those. Sometimes I'll have to cut off both ends and just uh, tie it like a leader knot, and then just go back at it because I'm like, I ain't wasting all this line. I'm a cheap. I'm cheap. Uh, cheapskate when it comes to line. The worst is when you get that, um, when you hit that on your back and you hit something and, and you have like floral mm -hmm. and it just all, all the line just comes out. Yeah. Like, no, no, like he's like, like you have to pick out the whole reel yeah. before you can even start reeling again. Yeah. And that then, sucks. That one, and then when you start, when, because you forget, you're like, okay, let me clean, let me take the line out. And I'm like, God damn, I'm almost going all the way to the spool here, all the way. And then you start really back in, and then you realize your line, you had so much line that it's wrapped around every single little yep. of nook and cranny on your kayak. Yep. Oh. Been there before plenty of times. Jeez, that's the worst. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's see. Lick every inanimate object you see or be licked by every living thing you see. Oh, man. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I probably... Because oh, either, either way, you're getting corona these days. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> uh, probably... Everything I see, because I don't want right. people. I people stay away from me. <laughs> All right, be able to record your thoughts or your dreams while you sleep. Um, probably my dreams, because I never re remember them. I my wife what? wakes up. I had a weird dream. I'm. I don't remember the last time I remembered a dream. All right. Um, a question that every single Brad Hicks and Final Cast fans. Want to know toilet paper over or under? Dude, I saw this. I saw the meme on Facebook a few weeks ago and I just sat there and thought about it. I was like, I don't know how I put it on. <laughs> I never, I never even noticed. And then one day I put it on. I noticed I put it down over. Mm -hmm. And then a couple weeks later, I put it on and it was under. It's got to be over all the time. I don't care. As long, as long as I'm clean after I take a poop. <laughs> Priorities right there. Uh, nickname. What's your nickname that you've been called that you hate? <sighs> my wife calls me Dick Hicks. <laughs> I'm not going to My, my, my first name's Richard. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good reason. She calls me Dick Hicks and everybody has like caught on with it around here. Now, now everybody can paddle and Vince is going to call you Dick Hicks. I'm surprised they haven't because they know that already. All right. If you can bring back a famous person from the dead to take fishing with you, who would you take? Somebody as famous but dead. Not a family member. Famous. Famous but dead. Who would take fishing with you? Oh... <sighs> Non-family member? Yeah, famous. Well, unless you have a family member that's famous. Oh, not that I know of. Ancestry.com. 
<laughs> Man, that's a tough one. Famous. Come on. Dang. Ah, this is easy. This is easy but interesting. Eat peanut butter and jelly sandwich or grilled cheese sandwich every day. Which one? I go with PB. You gotta go with PB and J, right? That's how your nickname on the we have to change your nickname of the paddle and fin host chat if we don't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um yeah, I would pick that, but I will say, honorable mention, I had two grilled cheese sandwiches before we started this podcast. Oh, man, so we might have to cut this short. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a good one. Spend a year living at a nudist colony or an Amish community? Ooh. Amish community. Amish community. All right. I pretty much already live near one anyway, so that's nothing new. Okay, uh, let's see. Grossest thing you ever seen someone do in public? Um, so back at church camp when I was younger, they had a game. <laughs> oh boy! At least it didn't. At least I didn't start it like one time at band camp or something. You know? Yeah, it's kind of how it. That's that vibe though. Go ahead. <laughs> church camp. They had a game where this guy covered himself in peanut butter and had had all these teenagers just. Whoever like licked the guy clean first from his arms and his face, that team won. And I left the gym. I was like, I am not doing that. That is weird. You guys should not be doing this. That that was in a church camp. Yeah. How old were the kids? Oh, teenagers. The like the leader of the team was a teenager too. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, was still the, weird. I walked out. The kids out. were licking the priest clean. That <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Weirdest thing I've ever seen, man. Oh, that is I crazy. Out. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what is the strangest when you were in high school? What's the strangest or in school in general? Strangest thing you would find in someone's locker. I don't remember going in anybody's locker. You haven't lived life then. Now kidding. Um, oh no, 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 my bad. Strangest thing someone can find in your locker. That's that was the question. I bad. In my locker. Yeah. That should be a good one. Uh probably my man thong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm just good. joking. <laughs> no, I believe you. Um that one's stupid. Now let's look for another one here. Um, work with dead people in a. I'm sorry, my English is fairly more. What more? Uh, mortician. Mortician, I guess. I'm sorry. Or a morgue. English. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or work with the BCS ER drama until the world ends. Hmm. Which one do you wear? Probably a morgue, because then the people are dead. I won't have to deal with a live person screaming. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. Um, 
appear a guest on your favorite TV show or have a lifetime backstages to any concert you attend? What would you pick? Probably backstage. Right? Be cool. I, I I'm a metalhead, so it's there. You go. I think it'd be cool to hang out with some of these metal uh, guys in metal bands. What's backstage. your favorite metal band? Um, there's a couple of them I like. Uh, Periphery is pretty good. Which uh, one? Periphery. Never they're like it. a pro- they're like a progressive metal. Kind of like Tool. Yeah, but they're they're heavier than Tool. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably my favorite one right now. Progressive heavy metal tool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, prog metal's like I used to be in nothing but metalcore, but kind of outgrew that phase as I got older. And prog metal's more complicated. Yeah, it sounds different. So it's yeah, definitely. Like you, I, I think it fits my age, you know. Yeah, no, I agree with. Well, actually, I'm a lot older than you, and but progressive to me the. I got into progressive metal by listening to Tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, their first song, um, I forgot what it is. Creepiest, one of the creepiest videos I'd see was that little like, I forgot how you call them when you take a picture, then move the little whatever it is, and then take another Playmation? Pic- yeah. Yeah. There's that first, I think it was one of the first um, um, music videos they did. And I was like, good Lord, I don't know what this is, but I love it. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I only know one song by them I think two? two yeah oh man they have a bunch um what okay so what what's your favorite um concert that you've gone to as far as metal goes uh definitely Warp Tour man Warp Tours was a blast God, oh. you are really a metalhead <laughs> <laughs> dude I the, the few years I went back in uh the early 2010s or whatever you want to call them it, it, that was so much fun going with my buddies being in the pit one of my buddies gets kicked in the, in the face during august burns red uh ends up going to the hospital because he scratches his cornea and his eye it was pretty epic <laughs> you're like one heavy 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 metal concert away from being like a neo-nazi by now <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not not like that. That's what I think about all the guys with the big boots and the those are the worst mush pits, man. Those so, are the worst. I I wouldn't I wouldn't get in those very often, but when I was younger, I I would do it more frequently. Now I'm just like I'm the old guy in the back, standing and just enjoying the music. Yeah, yeah. In the back of the day, we 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 used to back when we were younger, we used to have a Love to go to mosh pits one time. Went to a concert. One of my best friends, um, Javi De Jesus, um, he was six five. He's a huge guy. Who he, he, I mean, uh, the guy was like six five, two hundred and something Jeez. pounds. And we had the mosh pits, and he, he just knocking people around. And then the security <laughs> guy for the concert is like, You have to leave the, <laughs> the mosh pit because seeing the concert, you cannot be on the mosh pit. The guy was yeah. a savage. It was fun though. Fun times, man. Heck fun yeah. Times. Cool, man. Well, we're kind of wrapping it up. We're almost an hour here, man. Brad, thank you so much um, for joining the show. I uh, appreciate it. Kind of last minute fill in. 
episode. Uh, it's been a busy week for everybody in Paddle and Fiend, pretty much. So appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, go check out Brad Hicks on his final cast every Thursday morning, right? No, Thursday, Friday morning. Right? No, Thursday. Thursday morning? Yeah, because Brian oh, does yeah, his Brian show Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday evening. Yeah, Thursday nights, and then his shows come airs on Friday morning on yep. the podcast. You're right. I got that confused. Uh, Brad, before you leave, um, anybody you want to thank or you know, shout out, shameless plugs, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not with the kayak company anymore, but uh, still affiliated with Loveland Canoe and Kayak here in Ohio. Uh, bending branches, wicked weights. Um, I always forget these. Um, Bio Inno Power. That's nice. a that's that, a newer one. Yep. Um, yeah, they they uh, hooked a, hooked me up with some batteries, and it's been awesome. Uh, using those to power my trolling motor and stuff. And uh, Yak Gadget, that's a newer one this year. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to them, uh, John Thomas and uh, Jason Ricketts, man. That was another great episode you did. Um with um yeah guy i love the products yeah I, I like them too i just bought the uh the new canoe uh quick track yeah so yeah it's a cool product it is i want to get their um their crate i still have that milk crate oh dude. i don't have a milk crate i actually have a crate i'm extending the show more than anything too but if anybody's looking for a budget and i know everybody is um i actually got this folding crate that sale at Costco for $6 where you kind of like fold it in and it folds to like an inch mm-hmm. and then you can fold it back up $6. I drilled the, the uh, rod holders to the side so you can't fold it back down $6 and it fits like, I don't know, like 10, 3,600 um, Plano boxes in it. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. So if anybody's looking for a budget, but I am going to get more serious about the crate and their Jack gadget, that, that crate they have, it's pretty awesome. Oh, it's- dude. Great crate, especially if you have like a hurt back or something, you don't have to turn around completely to get in it. No. The boxes are angled towards you. So you just reach behind you. It's nice. Yeah. And the rod holders are kind of like keeps things more clean in the kayak. Yep. That's so the yeah, about- it comes with six rod holders, the yeah. XD crate. Thinking about that. Well, anyways, Brad, thank you so much. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about kayak fishing, but really appreciate it. I know uh, it's a lot later for you than it is for me. So thank you for taking the time. And for those out there listening, thank you again for listening to Bass Kayak and Beers Networks. Uh, remember, you can catch us every Wednesday um, morning. This show will air and every Wednesday. And um, tune in on Paddle on Fin. We have a, a new episode every week for different segments. So. Thanks again for making it this far if you did. And uh, if you're on the water, be safe. Take the necessary precautions. Wear your PFDs. And peace. Tight lines, y'all. See ya. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water. 
and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.